0: Hello and welcome to the Banker podcast series, Banking in Transition, where we explore how banking has changed through the COVID-19 pandemic and is adapting for the future. In this series, The Banker's editors are interviewing industry experts from around the world to gather insights and advice on specific challenges, best practices and innovations that can help banks and their customers as we move towards a new normal in banking. I'm Kimberly Long, age Editor of The Banker, and today I'm speaking with Toma Guriel, co-founder and CEO of EasyBob. Thanks for joining us today, Toma.
1: Likewise, Kimberly.
0: So what do you think SME lending is going to look like post-COVID?
1: My belief is that uh, there will be a great change in terms of SME uh, is going to land, you know, after uh, post-COVID, mainly onboarding customers would look completely different. uh, If before there was still availability of uh, branches and some other kind of uh, physical uh, relationship with the customer, everything will move to a remote kind of banking on the onboarding side and on the decision, decision side. That's obviously will provide great benefits to both parties, uh, both the customers that can actually onboard quickly. They're not going to have to upload any documentation. Most of the information will come from third party data sources. And also from the bank point of view, not being able to rely on physical assets like the branches. The other hand is also the rebound of SME lending in general. So, and by the way, we we, we could see already some improvement, especially in the US that it's coming back very close to the levels of uh, pre-COVID. What what we could uh, experience during the COVID time is that those SMEs that proven themselves to be resilient to the COVID by moving more into the online world to cater uh, the customers remotely uh, and done it successfully, this will be the winning SMEs. And As I foresee for these resilient SMEs, uh, the future looks really bright, especially when you look at the level of funding that were provided during the uh, COVID times to the government stimulation everywhere in the world. They're still like half of the size of the normal kind of lending uh, that used to be pre-COVID. So there So is a gap between the funding of the government stimulation programs, and the previous uh, funding that was needed by a typical SME, and the gap will be really need to be closed eventually.
0: How can banks and other lenders build stronger relationships with these SMEs now?
1: The positive things that actually uh, occurred as a result of the COVID is the government stimulation programs that actually created and extended the relationship with, uh, uh, with, with SMEs and financial institutions. So suddenly, a lot of financial institutions across the world find themselves with a level of uh, book balance uh, that was backed by the government uh, stimulation program. Um, And suddenly they have customers, SME customers that they need to cater. So by itself, this is great. Uh, One of the advantages of all the governmental uh, stimulation programs, whether or not CBL, PBLS and PPP in the US. Uh, Now the question is that how the government can capitalize uh, also not, not the government, how the, the, the financial institution can capitalize on those relationships. And I think that over here with the right technology uh, to actually support uh, the SMEs uh, that allows them to offer multiple products, uh, they will be able to announce, uh, enhance the, the, the relationship with the SMEs. Uh, so again, this is again highlight the, 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 the first point that we discussed, that I see a bright future, for the relationship between uh, financial institution and the SMEs as a result of that. Also, the banks, we would need to also look into their uh, risk models. In some extent, those SMEs that were resilient to the COVID, I believe, will fall into the more tighter kind of uh, uh, risk models. But I believe over the time, the bank will also loosen uh, the, the risk for the others. Uh, maybe with additional support of the government coming in the sense of guarantees, etc.
0: And looking forward, how do you see digital transformation and lending progressing through 2021?
1: I would say in one world, it's acceleration. So if before COVID there was a digital transformation, migration uh, initiatives in probably most of the banks, I think the COVID actually uh, made everybody realize that it's not anymore a trend, and this is a kind of a must transition that the banks uh, need to do. What I see as well is that uh, over the time, also the relationship and the experience that financial institutions have been experiencing with uh, some of the fintechs has been improved a lot. So uh, in EasyBob, when we started the business, at the time, it was more about ring fencing kind of solution for digital solution, what we see right now is more kind of direct relationship with the main kind of brands to providing the solution. Uh, where we see the key kind of uh, changes, it uh, and I saw some statistics, is first of all, some of the statistics that I saw, it's around 60% of the banks spending, uh, 60% of the banks plans to spend at least the same or more than uh, than what uh, they spent last year uh, in the IT specifically in onboarding and decisioning. Uh, so this is the areas, decisioning and risk. This is the area that we see that most of the banks will focus in terms of 2021 uh, in the digital transformation. And I think the availability now of more uh, solutions, IT solution, some of them private, some of them initiative by the governments, like the open banking, which is a great initiative, I believe will help them to, accelerate and benefit from that. For an example, I can tell you, uh, EasyBob worked with Metrobank, and throughout the COVID, when we deployed the system uh, for the BBBL uh, uh, government AIDS program, we were able to achieve together around 84% of full automation of the entire process, uh, 94, 94% of acceptance rate, and 90% of all the application done in five minutes. So every parameter that we look at, it's above 90% of of, of IT system able to provide uh, and sort of like end-to-end solution, especially on the onboarding and decision that provide the end-user customers, in that case is the SME, uh, access to capital in a very fast way for them to actually focus on the business, especially this time and post-COVID.
0: Great, Toma. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And you can keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Spotify and Acast and follow our discussions at thebanker.com slash podcasts.